the Flawed Logic Podcast presented by Branded Sports. This is the Flawed Logic Podcast presented by uh, Branded Sports. I believe this is episode five uh, of the Flawed Logic Podcast. My name is Joey Boats, as always, a.k.a. the Buzzsaw, a.k.a. the Human Backdoor Cover, a.k.a. the Gas Pump, joined always by my partner in crime, Walsh. Say what up to the people. People, welcome to episode Cinco. Took a little break. Took a little break last week. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, a little vacay for the boys. But uh, we're back. No, we're back with a vengeance. All right. Last week was our first vacation. Listen, you do four of these. <laughs> <you stay. laughs> we took a vacation for it. <laughs> well, listen, we've been working our balls off. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking sweating over these mics. Oh man, people, told, you people, you people don't realize the hard work we're putting into this. I told the guys at the website, I'm like, hey man, we gotta take a break this week. They were like, ah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Signs of future production. Uh, but yeah, since is the good news since we took the break. We got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, we're not bringing back the Regis trivia this week. We're still working out the kinks on that. That was a big hit uh, a few weeks ago. But well, we're going to talk I, about, I, you know, what? I don't think we want to, you know, uh, we don't want to wear it out, you know, right away. I think we kind of want to spread it out. And so it's just not becoming like, you know, people get sick and tired of it if we keep on doing it every week. I believe they call. They say you gotta let it breathe. Uh, so you gotta let it breathe. So uh, we're gonna we got a bunch of things to talk about. We have a lot of news stories. Like I said, we haven't done this in two weeks. We're gonna talk about a lot of stuff that maybe happened last week, but we got some takes on it. Um, first and foremost, though, oh, we're gonna do fly on the wall draft. So our draft this week is gonna be top five uh, situations you would have liked to have been a, a fly on the wall for. Okay, so that's going to be our rankings. But just to start off, I mean, are you watching anything? Are you doing anything? COVID still around? Uh, so, actually, quick story. Uh, when I was in vacation, I was actually up in Cape Cod. Beautiful place. Absolutely love Cape Cod. Uh, complete opposite of Atlantic City. People who listened to the last episode know my feelings about Atlantic City. But was in Cape Cod. And uh, so, it was me and my two buddies. We were driving up. And uh, one of my buddies really had to take a piss. And so luckily, you know, I'm, I'm an experienced traveler. And so I brought a piss jar that we brought, but it still had some water in it. And wait, wait, time out, time out. What, what, what designates, what differentiates a regular jar from a piss jar? I know maybe if there's piss in it, but like you said, you brought a piss jar like a. Yeah. So it's the, it's the head, uh, it's the penis size head that you could, so you could pee into it. So you can't bring like a, like a Snapple bottle. You got to get one of those like half gallon water jugs. Where your dick can't fit in a Snapple bottle? What are you talking about? I, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're talking, about the, you're talking about the general size of the thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you, okay, you, get, right. you get a lot of pee into it. Yeah. Um, so but my buddy <laughs> my buddy had to take a piss. And so he uh, he dumped the water out. And uh, apparently it got some of the water got onto the guy's car behind us. And he was not too fond of this. So this guy fucking speeds up to us. This guy looks like a complete fucking lunatic, by the way. Just like a handlebar mustache all tatted out. I just see, I look over at him, doesn't look happy. He leans over, he steals his wife's iced coffee, and he fucking throws it at my car (laughs) in the the highway, dude. Wait, <laughs> wait. So he was doing. Wait, he was driving like adjacent, like parallel to you, and threw Dude, it. He sped up. He like started going eighty miles an hour and crow hopped his wife's 
hazelnut Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee right at the window. Thank God the window wasn't open. <laughs> no, I, honestly, I didn't know how to react. I just I tipped my cap to him. You, you sometimes got to tip your cap. You've been outplayed. Wait, you said crow out like all right. Let me just get this straight. So you were driving, right? This guy pulled the, like the I'm assuming the left side of you, and then fucking drove in front of you and kind of judged it, like pulled some like uh, Bill Nye no. Science guy shit and judged it so it hit your front windshield. Pulled up to the right of us. Oh wait, so you guys were stopped? Like I don't I don't understand. Like no, no we were going 80 miles an hour on the highway, <laughs> <laughs> and this fucking lunatic <laughs> threw a full ice coffee at me. <laughs> Oh my that's god! That's actually that's almost impressive because you gotta time it because you oh. know you got the wit like you gotta get like I would say about maybe seven or eight yards in front of them if oh, you're yeah. gonna be able to hit that car because that thing's gonna shoot back pretty fast. What an absolute lunatic! But yeah, I mean he's got to respect the move. You gotta tip your cap, dude. People but, uh, on the road are fucking crazy the worst is dude i've gotten in like two accidents in my life and there's always i go on this rant every time i bumped into this woman and she comes out of the car i hit her by the way i hit her maybe going a mile an hour like it was like yeah. a stoplight i thought the the guy next to me got green you know when you're trying to take a left right but the left yeah. the left green signal yeah isn't doesn't go on as the same as like the green signal to the right of you and like they all go so i'm just kind of going off my peripheral like all oh, they went i'm I, anyway i hit this woman going a mile an hour she gets out of the car and she goes i have a baby on board and then she points to the sticker like oh i'm sorry i didn't see the sticker it's like i don't need a plastic adhesive to remind me not to drive into your fucking car like obviously like that's the that's my main objective is to not hit you the fact that you have a baby on board sticker doesn't matter. I'm sorry you have a baby. Don't have kids. Yeah, no, seriously. Plus, you know, I wonder if there's a lot of people faking baby on board stickers. That would be that's not, that's not a bad move. I used to put a dump Deval Patrick uh, sticker because he was the, I believe he was the governor of Massachusetts, but I don't know. He's trying to cu- cut police funding. I do stuff like that. Well, he's trying to cut police funding. You well, there was sticker, something. You put a sticker on your car. I think that. That would get you pulled over like 20 out of 20 times. No, he was trying to uh, limit police funding. So I put that sticker. You don't want to put like the blue lights because that's like too, okay, this guy's just trying not to get pulled over. But you do like a secondary one where it's like, oh, dump the ball, Patrick. And people, you know, in law enforcement know he's trying to cut police funding. It's like, eh, may let this guy go. It's reverse, reverse psychology. Yeah, and here's a little tip. First of all, don't put any bumpers. I'm just kidding about the Duvall. Don't put any bumper stickers on the back of your car. Like, nobody wants to hear about your political opinion while they're on I-95. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and please, next time, if my buddy pours water out of his car, don't curl hop your wife's iced coffee at me. Yeah, but, I feel uh, bad for the wife. Yeah, she was. She did not look happy. She did yeah. not look happy. But he was the type of guy who didn't give a fuck. But, yeah, uh, but yeah that was my vacation. What have uh, you, you been up to? Dude, I got a new iPhone. So I got a new iPhone and we talk about, I think Apple's going to be my white whale on this podcast, dude. I go in, right? I, I had an iPhone six. I don't want anything too complicated. I don't want that thing. That's the size of a pop tart. So I'm like, give me something that's the same size. And they go, well, I have an iPhone eight. I go, okay, but do you have anything newer? They go, well, this one has an iPhone 11 processor. I go, well, I thought it was an iPhone eight. They go, it is, but it has an iPhone 11 processor. I go, well, what's the difference? Well, it works like an iPhone 11. I'm like, well, why not just call it an iPhone 11? Well, cause it's an iPhone eight. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I get it right. And then the guy's like, okay, do you want to buy a case? 
I go, why would I need a case? You just said the iPhone 8 has like more. I bought the iPhone 8 because it has better durability. He's like, yeah, but you need to protect the durability. I'm like, okay, fine. Fuck it. I'll buy the case. So I buy the case and he's like, you want a screen protector? I thought I thought I just bought the case. He goes, well, the screen protector covers the screen. The case, I'm like, so the case doesn't cover the screen. No, they're two separate things. All right, got it. Fuck it. Put it in the thing. And he's like, all right, you want Apple Care? I go, what the fuck is Apple Care? He goes, well, it protects the phone. I go, I just bought the case and the fucking screen protector, which are evidently two different things. Why do I need Apple Care? He's like, well, in case it breaks. I'm like, fucking, all right, just, just, just put it, put it in the back, put it in the back. And I get it. Most underwhelming purchase I've ever made in my life. It's the same fucking phone. Ah, oh, dude, it's, it's, they're fucking real sacks of shit over there. It, that's all it is. They want, they sell you the same product over and over again, just to fucking squeeze every single dollar out, out of you. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And they've and listen, I'm a shill. I'll buy it, but fuck it. Yeah, that that's <laughs> what's going on. We're gonna get into news stories. All right. These these transitions, this is what I suck at, dude. I took English. The worst thing I could do was like uh m- like melting the paragraphs together. So that's just what it's gonna be. I'm never gonna get a good at it. We're gonna talk a little bit of sports. Celtics are in the playoffs. You know, it's game one or whatever. Philly stinks. They can't close. Uh, Bruins, Tuka Rask is a pussy. He just left the bubble for family purposes. So we're going to go to the only thing we can really talk about right now. The Red Sox. The Red Sox fucking stink. They are horrible. Fucking awful, dude. But this is what we did, though. We sold our soul with Dombrowski. We we got rid of our entire farm system. We got it for a bunch of overpaid players. who We went out and we won a World Series, which is great. But now we're paying for our sins. You know, as a Catholic boy, this is it's paying for our sins. We were too good for a while, and now we're going to suck for a very long time. And the worst part is the Yankees are going to be fucking nasty for a long time. Dude, here's the thing with the Sox. Like, everybody's like, I know nobody feels bad for Boston sports fans. I get that. But here's the difference. When the, when the Sox are really good, they're really good. But when the Sox stink, I mean, they're a dumpster man there is no excuse for a team with that sort of payroll to be as bad as they've been in a couple seasons over the last 10 years like it is pathetic dude well i'm convinced that if i could ever could run if i could get up to be able to run two miles without throwing up i could go pitch for the red sox and i haven't thrown a baseball in about four years dude i didn't even play i do i could fucking pitch for the red dude i was going over the there was a six game stretch before the last two games where they gave up they gave up 64 runs in six games. Oh 64 God. runs. That's unprecedented, dude. I, I feel like every time they have, like, it's a game day for them, their starting pitcher is always TBD. They never have, like, an announced starting pitcher. Remember that season where they had five aces? Well, they had no ace, so all the pitchers wore, like, I'm the ace T-shirts, and they all uh, stunk. Yeah, well, yeah, they used to do shit like that, too, like the old bullpen by committee. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing. You know, if you, if you don't have one, it's like, if you don't have, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a starting quarterback. If you, if you don't have, you know, if you have five aces, you don't have any aces. Yeah. You don't, you don't have a single guy. Dude, did you hear the, uh, I think, I, I don't know exactly what the explanation was, but, um, oh my God, dude, this is my, my recall, whatever, uh, four hitter. Oh my God. Four hitter, Red Sox. Martinez Martinez that's oh my god dude like this is my recall it's brutal I ruined with people senior year of college that I don't remember their name like if you told me their name I'd be like got it so anyway Martinez you hear he didn't play the other day like in their explanation was like well they they put these things in Fenway Park that like humidify the balls so they don't 
travel as far in the air or something like that. And that was the reason. I'm like, this guy's your best hitter. I mean, I know he's not playing incredible right now, but this guy's clearly your best option. And you're going to sit him because because you humidified the baseballs? What are we talking about here? Yeah, it, it, it's a throwaway season for the Sox. I mean, you know, unfortunately, the worst part, too, is they got some good young hitting, too. It's just they have so much fucking money tied up with all these older guys. Like The main reason why they had to get rid of Mookie is to get rid of fucking David Price's contract. Yeah, and I, th- I think they're tossing it because they can't make $12 off watered-down Wachusett uh, blueberry beers this season, so it's like... <laughs> That's what bothers me is when the team's in last place and they're still charging $12 for a fucking watered down, like eight ounce cup of fucking Sam Adams. Like, give me a break, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. It's like they're not a small market team. Stop trying to fucking spend like a small market team. Yeah. But I I think the reality of it is, is it is what it is and we're going to suck for like the next decade. I don't think that. No, that's how the no, they they all they can buy their way out of out of this pretty quickly. I don't think they well, the thing is the owners told the new GM that they want to be below the luxury tax by 2023, which means they're not doing any big signings till then. They're letting all their contracts um, you know, expire out and then they're going to start bringing in younger guys. The good thing is though is that they're younger. The younger uh the GM is fucking he came from Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay's pitching's nasty. They have good young pitching. Yeah. Well, it's good that it is kind of funny when you give one of those other GMs when they actually sign with the Sox, and they're like, "Wait a second, I can just go out and buy somebody. I don't need to develop." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's crazy. All right, so we'll move on or whatever. We'll move on to a little bit of football. Do you want to start out with? Uh, I haven't seen the second episode of Hard Knocks. I think it came out last night. Uh, I did see the first episode. You got any thoughts on it? Yeah, so the first episode was, um, I thought it was completely like a PR stunt for the NFL just to basically come out and say, hey, we're, we're COVID ready. Um, they picked the two most uh, COVID perfect teams, I would say, both of them being out in LA. Um, you know, everything, luckily, because, you know, it's a, both, you know, franchises have money. Um, they're allowed to do shit outdoors. I would have loved to seen them do it like in Cincinnati where I'm pretty sure they don't even have an indoor training facility. It's just like a, like a shitty blue-collar town. Yeah, but, you have to do it. You you had to have saved this for the – like, you need the Browns here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you know if there's going to be any team that gets, like, set, like, seven COVID cases before kickoff, like, y- you know it's going to be the Browns. Yeah. Or, like, you just go to, like um, – or you say, fuck NFL for a year, and you do a documentary on, like – Miami U college football because you know everybody's getting COVID down there. They're getting chlamydia. They're getting COVID. They're getting gonorrhea. They're getting fucking everything. Oh yeah, they're gonna have more than COVID down there. Yeah, and well, that's a... oh, go on. Oh yeah, but no, I just I mean, overall I thought you know it was all right. I'm hoping episode two is a little bit better. Um, I I thought um, Sean McVay throwing teach quote unquote teaching his dog dog tricks in the pool. Was a little weird because he just threw the ball off the dog's face twenty times, but uh, but yeah, other than that, it was pretty good. Dude, that was the best part of the episode. They because you thought like, oh, Sean McVay's such a good like uh, coach. Whatever, he probably taught this dog like how to like do some air butts. Uh, and they they threw in the hard knocks music. Sean McVay takes off his shirt, which was the primary reason for all of it. He just wanted to show that he's like still fucking in really good shape. And then he's just throwing this basketball off this dog's face. 
in like different camera angles and the music comes in. I'm like, that was the dog. Dude, it was like a minute long thing. Oh, I was expecting the dog to hit like some three pointers, like to get, maybe even get in the pool. He wouldn't be the dog to even get yeah. in the pool. I was expecting the dog to run like the triangle offense or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's what they built it up. And he just, it just hit him off the head like 12 uh, times. I'm like, this dog stinks. The dog's a real hog, Molly. He just, he just yeah. takes it in the face. This dog's like fucking Kwame Brown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, dude. I, the thing I couldn't get over about Hard Knocks is like, Hard Knocks is like, like summer's winding down and if it wasn't a summer like this like normally when summer starts winding down it's like oh god like fuck this or whatever but hard knocks is that one thing like once you start seeing like the like that one shot of the uh sprinkler system you're like okay i can live with this football's coming back and even that as a black cloud i said this last week but the thing with covid the best way i can describe it is if like covid was like a streaming service and we're just not paying the money for the premium version like we just got like fucking ads everything takes longer to load you gotta sit there you wait you only have access to like certain things it just sucks no it's yeah it's absolutely fucking miserable just to go off what you're saying too like the end of summer i think you're absolutely right it's hard knocks and it's the Little League World Series. That's yes. like, ah, this is the end of the summer. Uh, I don't are we, I don't know if we are getting a Little League World Series, though, are we? I don't think so. I think it would have already happened, no? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is during the Little League World Series, I yell at my bookie every single year because there's I can't place a bet on the Little League World Series. We were talking about the Little League. Like, there are a lot of kids that are like, like there's like some six set, like six four kids and stuff that are in the Little League. When my buddies were talking about it, if they were saying that... I, I was saying I could literally strike out every single kid, like back to back. I would throw a complete game no hitter if I pitched them. And they're like, dude, some of those kids are like, you know, six two, whatever on the mound. I'm like, they have no coordination, dude. No, like, yeah, it's a little, it's a little thing called puberty. You, you I, I mean, you're, you're 28 years old. I would be pumping it by these fucking 11 year olds, dude. We should go do that. We should go to some like shitty town. In like Ar- uh, not maybe not Arkansas, somewhere where like baseball is not even that good, and we should just convince them that you're a twelve year old. He just moved <laughs> into town. I just shaved. Yeah, yeah. We should just rip it and just talk a ton of shit too. Oh, the most shit, dude. We gotta say we're from some country where like they have no information about like Yugoslavia. It's like oh, they must have like they must develop early there or something. <laughs> exactly. And, and I just wouldn't talk. <laughs> Like, all right. oh, so, no, he, he's a mute. He doesn't even speak Yugoslavian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a mute Yugo. I'm a mute Mutoslavian. Yeah. All right, so we'll keep with football. Now, this happened a week ago. Like I said, we haven't done this in a couple of weeks, but I think we needed to talk about this. The Seahawks, dude. So the Seahawks cut rookie corner Kamas Severin for attempting to bring a guest on a training camp. What he did was he disguised the woman in Seahawks apparel, like trying to pretend she was a player or something to get her into the team hotel. Now, they found it out on video. Now, keep in mind, this guy got caught. They got rid of him. This guy was an undrafted free agent, and I was thinking so hard to come up with, like, some elaborate, maybe a different take. There's no other take. This guy's the biggest fucking idiot in the entire league right now, right? Oh, absolutely. I think he's such an idiot, and he he has such big balls that I almost – I like him. I think I would. I think I would sign him to a long-term contract right away because you cannot be that dumb unless you have the biggest balls in the entire NFL. It's like a combination of stupid. Like I like. I would say. I want to say they dodged a bullet, but this guy was not. He was. He probably wasn't making the team anyway. So I guess they dodged like a pellet gun or something, or something like that. But like, 
like if you're undrafted, that means you have to do every single little thing right to even get like a look on the last day of training camp. And this guy, second day in, just just too horny. <laughs> the horniest man in the league. I also would love to see the video if he just like threw a fake mustache on this girl. Just yeah, like, <laughs> like weekend at Bernie's type shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, this is uh, uh Phil uh, non-female. Like, what's her name? Like uh, Phil non-female. And they're just like, ah, uh, yeah, we can't. I don't know, man. Like, all right. So we'll move on. Now, we're going to move on from some sports stuff. I got some wacky stories here starting off. So David Blaine is back. All right. Uh, David Blaine, YouTube legend. I used to I remember back in the days before they had streaming services and stuff. Like when he had a special on, I would just sit around the couch. We'd all watch it or whatever. His newest thing is uh, he plans on floating over the Hudson River using balloons. So basically, I don't know if you've ever seen Up. But yeah. basically up. Yeah, he's going to float over. It's going to take around, like I read up, it's going to take around like 3,500 uh, balloons to float like a 120-pound dude. To me, he seems like he's over six feet. So I'm guessing around like, I don't know, 7,500 to like 10,000 balloons it's going to take to get this guy over the Hudson River. You a David Blaine guy? Yeah, so you know what? I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. And so he was actually just on Joe Rogan. Um so, uh, yeah, I did hear that he's trying to fly over the Hudson. It, he was, like, breaking everything down. Unfortunately, when I watch Joe Rogan, it's, like, three hours long, so I'll take a nice little nap in between. <laughs> but uh, so I had to get all the details. But, yeah, he's fucking out of his mind, bro. But, you know, I do. I love the fact that we have guys like that are con- constantly, like, pushing the boundaries on shit like this or just, like, weirdos that, like, doing shit I would never think about doing. If you ever get a chance, watch it. I think one of the specials called Street Magic, where he just walks around. Like, that's kind of what I like. I think there's nothing like I don't like magic as much as I love watching black people react to magic. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, like, there's, that's the- there's a great compilation of him going around to like all these celebrities. Um, it, yeah, 99% of them are black. Like, I think like Steph Curry, Dave Chappelle's on there, Will Smith's on there, and he's just blowing their minds. The funniest thing in the world. Yeah, it's the happiest I've ever been. It's like, it's either magic. Like, if you lived in like a very urban community, like a black neighborhood, and you hear like, oh, there's one or two things that happen. Either somebody's doing magic or somebody just got dunked on like badly. <laughs> so, what I think that David Blaine, what I need to see David Blaine do, I need to see David Blaine use magic to dunk on somebody and i think harlem would fucking explode (laughs) it would just just blow up he goes so yeah he gets the balloons and he goes over the hudson and then he pops the balloons with a basketball coming down and just dunks on somebody in harlem yeah no he dunks (laughs) he dunks they they, they like attach like a rim to trump tower and he dunks and he dunks on trump tower in new york places dude like fucking democrats would go bananas <laughs> they would put him as v it'd be their new vp yeah <laughs> yeah and then he announces he's running <laughs> he's, he's gonna he's gonna make uh, he's gonna make racism in the budget deficit disappear yeah and that's gonna be kanye blaine 2020 it's, oh gonna, be the, it's gonna be the greatest greatest race of all time <laughs> kanye for the republicans and david blaine for the democrats <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It needs to happen. And then Taylor Swift has to run as David Blaine's running mate, and she's like, "I'm gonna let you finish." And then it was, "Oh, 
I, I see her run more as like a, a third party, like Jill Stein. No, yeah, or like who's the other guy? Nada, the Nade dog. Yeah, 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 exactly. That guy's the man. That guy runs where he has. He just knows he has no shot. But every year, like a guy, like what was it, Gary something? Last Gary year? Johnson. Yeah, yeah, the guys yeah, that Gary had Johnson. no fucking balls voted for Gary Johnson. Because <laughs> he's probably the right candidate, but, like, he's not going to win, dude. Like, sorry, <laughs> put your vote towards something that's going to matter. Yeah. All right. No politics talk. All right, moving on. Another ridiculous story. So did you hear about this Sesame Street situation down in Pennsylvania? No, break it down for me. What happened? All right, so basically police is the news story. So police in Langhorn, Pennsylvania, reported that a teenage worker at Sesame Place, which is a Sesame Street-themed amusement park, was punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Just got rocked in the face after asking a visitor to follow the park's face mask mandate. Now, this worker had to undergo jaw surgery, and I guess the culprit, as well as his wife, I guess he was with his wife or something, had had to flee by car. They never got him. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know where we start with this. <laughs> well, so oh, I'll be at the street. Did the guy have the mask on or did he not? Not not the face mask. Did he have his like goofier Mickey Mouse mask on when he got no, punched? No. Well, his is what I was. See, this is what kind of ruined it for me. I thought it was like a mat when they said uh, it said like a an, uh, a worker. I thought he was like in costume. And that would have been the funniest thing. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, like he, like if, okay, yeah, if you could punch any amusement park mascot, like who are you punching? And this could be like Disney, Universal Studios, anything like that. If you could just, if you could just go up there and just haul somebody in the face, who's it going to be? You know, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. And I'm sure there's someone out there that, like, I'm not thinking of, but I immediately, I want to go straight for the king. I'm going straight after Mickey Mouse. And I'm socking him right in his dumb fucking mouse face. Yeah, yeah. If you go after the shield, yeah, like, yeah. No, what what is it? They like you cut off the head, like in the, no, you go for the body, like you're gonna go for the heart. No, well, man, he, Mickey Mouse is the heart, the face, the dick. Yeah, like he, if you go he's after everything. If you go after Goofy and just like just lay him out, like he's gonna look up like Thanos at the end of Infinity War and be like, "You should have went for the head." And then Mickey <laughs> comes up and just drops it from behind. <laughs> like it would be funny. Like I was thinking about how I would do it. What would be funny? It would be funny just run up and blast somebody in the face. But imagine like like I think it'd be so much funny if it was a body shot, like a quick one two. Like uh, like Mickey Ward, like just a poom, poom, like just drop Jiminy Cricket with like a kidney shot where he does that thing where he has to be like, uh, like he has to like really think about it. And then he just drops to his knees like to the point where like a dad that knew something about boxing wouldn't even like react as if it just happened. He would just be like, oh, oh he's hurt. He's hurt. Like, he's not, like, like it was like an actual fight or something. Like, ooh, like, ooh, hit him. Down goes the cricket. Down goes the cricket. <laughs> or, oh, you know who else? Can, Eeyore can get it. Ah, oh, that lazy fuck. If you just cleaned out Eeyore at, like, fucking Epcot or something. Oh, he's such a lazy sack of shit. He just does nothing for anybody. He, he's He's got to be, like, on heroin or something, right? Eeyore? Yeah, yeah. he's on, like, fucking fentanyl or something. <laughs> he was just a downer. He was like, I don't know, Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Uh, if you live in what was like that whatever place they live in it's a fun it's a nice Narnia. fall place no it's a nice fall oh speaking of places dude Ava- avatar would be a good one imagine just dropping an avatar one of the navi i think they would fuck me up though those bad i mean you got to be a beast to fit in one of those costumes yeah <laughs> there's nothing about avatar land when i was reading which i thought was pretty funny is like 
they are so dedicated. Like the people that work in Avatar land, they know they can speak Avatar. Like they have to speak a little bit of the language. And then they also like they, if you ask them about the movie Avatar, they, they react as if it's like a documentary. Can I tell you something? Sure. Never seen Avatar. You've never seen Avatar? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I told you, I've never, I haven't seen about 95% of the movies ever made. I know, but Avatar is like the high, outside of the new Avengers game. It's like the highest. I, I don't think there was a point, person left. Out. First of all, Avatar is not great. It was an achievement, but it wasn't like, it's not like a great movie. I haven't seen the Avengers movie either. Any dude, of them. Dude, basically it's just Pocahontas, but with CGI. Oh, okay. I like Pocahontas. That was a good movie. Pocahontas, you saw Pocahontas. <laughs> it sure was. A, oh wait, no, that's no, Mulan. Mulan was the one with the Asian. Uh, it's like no. All right, so, but yeah, I mean that's the situation. I mean, I think we. What do we got? About forty minutes. We're rocking on right now. I think we can move on to the. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? We'll talk about one last thing. Dude, Gatorade released their state rankings the other day. They had different states, and, and Gatorade, they released, like, this chart that showed all 50 states and, like, what their favorite Gatorade flavor was. So I was thinking, uh, Mass had Glacier Freeze. You're from Connecticut. Connecticut had Glacier Freeze as well. Um, I was going to think, go down your top five Gatorade rankings. What do you got? So Gatorade rankings for the states or Gatorade rankings of what I like the best? I would say your Gatorade rankings, top five. Uh, so I'm going Glacier Freeze, number one. I'm going to go Lemon, number two. Uh, Riptide Rush number three, uh, Classic Red number four, and Orange number five. It's a pretty boring list. I know it is, but I, I, st- I stick with say. I stick with the classics. Yeah, I mean, I respect the classics, but I, it's like that. I've never been an orange or, or a yellow guy. Even when it comes to like freeze pops or something, like orange is always the last one in there. Orange tastes too much. This is a weird take. Orange tastes too much like the actual flavor. You know, like grape, you've had anything grape flavored? Like, it doesn't taste like grape. Oh, yeah, like watermelon tastes nothing like watermelon. <laughs> yeah, like sour apple tastes nothing like, you know, like <laughs> I want something that doesn't taste like the original. Yeah, exactly. But see, Actually, give me all, I get me all hyped up in. on sugar. So I got Glacier Freeze at number one. Riptide Rush is number two. Those are my mm. two easiest ones. Now, here's a tough one. I'm going Glacier Cherry number three. Not why, I, Not because I like it, but because Brady drinks it. That's what he's drinking on the sideline, the white one. and also. If you look at the chart, Michigan's the only state where it's favored. So maybe he developed his love for Glacier Cherry up in Michigan. I got Cool Blue after that, and then I got Fruit Punch. All right. I mean, Cool Blue is the only one I, th- I, I despise Cool Blue. I think it tastes like medicine. But, yeah, look, look you, you know, you're out there with your, with your colors. All right. I have to, I'm, I'm going to branch off of this. Favorite Big Lee Chew flavor. What's your favorite one? Uh, watermelon. Watermelon. I don't know if I've had watermelon. Yeah, it comes in the uh, – it's like the green package. I Oh, I've had watermelon. Dude, another one that comes in the green package, my favorite is the fucking swinging, swinging sour apple. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. That's an absolute classic. Ground ball Gra- grape is good. <laughs> I didn't realize they had all the names to it. Oh, yeah, ground ball grape, swinging sour apple, LeBron. Oh, LeBron's lightning lemonade. I never had that. That one's, that one's probably my – LeBron's lightning lemonade is the best thing LeBron's ever done. On or off the court. Yeah. All right. So you want to get into the uh, the fly on the wall? 
Yeah, we'll go with the fly on the wall draft. So just to reiterate, so me and Walt's going to draft this. Um, we'll decide who goes first. But these are fly on the wall drafts. These are situations that uh, will exist or have existed that you wish you could have been a fly on the wall for. I don't know who went first last time. Uh, we never know. Let me just flip. Let me flip this diptych. If you get the top, you can't see it. This is fantastic radio. The top's me, bottom's you. Right here. It landed on the side. Oh, come on. That is so – okay, I'll go first. Fuck it. <laughs> this, this is, I'm running the podcast. Fuck it. All right. So we're going to go uh, – my first fly-in-the-wall draft pick is going to be – and this is going to be a uh, little bit maybe controversial, but when the uh, colonists – and the Pilgrims had to tell the Indians to leave. Just how awkward that conversation was must have been. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's got to be fucking. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, yeah. By the way, um, yeah, we're gonna live here, and you guys aren't anymore. Yeah, because like obviously, like it was just it was brutal. But I would just think it would be funny if they had a sit down with the chief and were like, listen. Like, we really appreciate everything you guys done. You helped us, you know, uh, cook food. You know, you, you told us to help us live off the land. But, like, uh, like we really, we really like it here. And they're like, yes, we like it here too. And it's like, yeah, I know. But, like, we really, really like it here. It's like, of course, the sun worships the sky. And it's like, yeah, no, but we have friends that are coming too. And it's getting kind of crowded. It's like, well, Mother Earth is never crowded. It's like, listen, man, we're going to need you out of here by fucking Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, it's like- uh, that's a fucking great one. I like that one a lot. All right, so uh, my number one is I'm a big like history conspiracy conspiracy you know theorist type guy. Uh, have you ever heard of the Bilderberg Bilderberg meetings? I've like heard of in passing, but I could tr- I could it, probably it, benefit from an explanation. It's ba- it's basically the the top 150 top 150 most powerful people in the world that like own all these corporations and they own like a lot of like the military complex. Uh, basically they go to this hotel in the Netherlands and they just have a meeting about how they're going to like take over the world. So yeah, that's my number one. <laughs> right. Imagine being new to that. Like, imagine just making that 150 cut. Oh, being number 151. I'd be so pissed. No, no. I'm saying like being like going to your first meeting and thinking like you're like, it's like the UN, you're trying to like protect the world. And then the first time is like, all right, so uh, oil, how are we going to, it's like, you're just like, wait a second. Oh, what is this? Imagine being number 151 and be like, what the fuck, dude? I poisoned the water in Flint. What the hell, what else do I got to do to get in this goddamn meeting? Yeah. Or, or if you're the guy that was in it, and then you drop like your net value drops a little bit. So you drop to like 151. Cause then now, like you either want to be in, but you don't want to be the first guy on the outside because that's the first guy they're taking out. Oh, 100%. You know, way too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you're in, you better stay in. That's why all those, yeah, that's why all those people that make so much money are like constantly still like, none of them just take off and go on vacation, and just live in Cabo. They're in the Bilderberg meeting and the only way out's in a box. <laughs> All right, so that's my number one. All right, so that's your number one. My number two, I'm going to give a little uh, brief description. Uh, Do you remember the Kurt Schilling uh, Rhode Island thing where he, like, created a video game company that just tanked, like the Titanic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little familiar with it, yeah. All right, so basically after retiring from people unaffiliated, Schilling dumped uh, $50 million of his own assets 
into starting a video game company. He called it 38 Studios. Other investors chipped in between five or 10 million, but here's where it gets great, okay? The funding, the bulk of the funding came from the, Rhode Island, the state of Rhode Island. They gave Kurt Schilling $75 million to start this fucking video game company. And long story short, a couple of years, they came out with one game, fucking tanked. Absolute disaster. They went completely bankrupt. Couldn't deal with anything. Kurt Schilling had to like come out and tell everybody they were fired. They had to cut health insurance. Basically just destroyed the state of Rhode Island. And I was just thinking to be in that room when Kurt Schilling, because you got to blame Rhode Island. It's not Kurt Schilling's fault. This is Rhode Island's fault. Could you imagine Kurt Schilling walking into that room and going, hey, I need to start a video game company. And then Rhode Island goes, how much do you need? And he goes, $75 million. And they go, Kurt, do you know anything about video game design or manufacturing? And he goes, no. He goes, I played video games. They go, okay. Well, have you ever ran a company? And he goes, no. But I pitched with that bloody sock that time. Remember that game? And they just go, all right, when do you need the money? And then he just fucking tanked it. Like, what idiots? Fucking be more Rhode Island. You can't. Oh, absolutely. Try to cop, just trying to like live off the, the heels of Massachusetts. Yeah, you can't be more Rhode Island. Like, oh, it is nothing but Rhode Island. Fuck Jimmy Fallon. Is he from Rhode Island? Jimmy Fallon's from Rhode Island. He made that movie Fever Pitch. If you get a chance, that's what we should review. That would be a great movie review for next week. I know we said we were going to do Holy Chicken, but we already talked about it enough. I'm going to save all my takes on Fever Pitch just in case we get around to it. You got to rewatch Fever Pitch. We may do a review. That was my number two. Go on with uh, your number two. I've actually seen uh, Fever Pitch, too. It's like one of the one movies I've actually seen. Yeah. All right, uh, my number two, a little bit of an obscure one, especially after the Bilderberg meeting. Uh, it was, so I saw Snoop Dogg on an interview with, uh, I think he actually was on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, doesn't matter. Um, and he, they asked him the highest he's ever been. And he said, the highest I've ever been was on Willie Nelson's tour bus, <laughs> where he claims Willie Nelson outsmoked them. And what they did for like four hours was just play chess. <laughs> So all they did was play chess for four hours. There's not going to be a lot be said there in that meeting, but I, I still want to be there just to watch it. Yeah, because you'd be just as high. Oh, absolutely! In every like four, in every like four to five minutes, one of them just would pipe out a oh, good move, good move. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Just be like a mm. <laughs> yeah. everybody around that ooh. Yeah. But yeah, there'd be no words for four hours. And you know it's just one game, too. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. One game only. They get the fuck off the bus, Snoop. Yeah, like, no, they'll do that what like every once in a while. They're like, wait, can you can I move? Can you go two here? It's like, no, no, no we don't play that way. It's like, all right, all right. Wait, 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 wait. Is it my turn? Or is it your turn? Is it my turn? <laughs> I like that one. All right, my number three. The, uh, now, I'm going to go a little bit, just, just to clarify how ridiculous and to support my claim. The Casey Anthony jury deliberation. I know everybody knows about Casey Anthony. I rewatched the documentary. What you need to do is rewatch this. I followed the Casey Anthony trial like pretty, like, uh, you know, I was all over it at the time it came out. You forget so many things. So this chick fucking, like, after like a month of a parents not meeting her, the parents call up the police and they go, listen. I found my car that my daughter last had. It smells like there's been a dead body in the trunk. And then they come down here. The daughter did. They, they came back down to, the, uh, down to the house. They're all sitting there, whatever. Like, like, it's fine. You guys can leave. 
at that moment, Casey Anthony tells her parents that her daughter's been missing for a fucking month. And the parents are like, a month? And she goes, yeah, I didn't want to tell them. The police get involved. They have search parties. Finally, by the way, it's always that guy that's like going for a jog or taking piss in the woods that finds the body. This guy finds the dead body, calls it in. Trial happens. All right. This girl hasn't contacted the police for a month after the fact the child was dead. First day of the trial, the defense stands up. Jose Bias, guy also defended Aaron Hernandez, Hall of Fame, great guy, comes out and he says that the, uh, that the daughter died in the pool and the parents are responsible. The parents had no idea. The parents were out looking for the kid for the last month. And then they blamed the father. So also on the second day of the trial, said he molested uh, Casey Anthony, which also wasn't true. And then on the third day, the father tried to commit suicide after losing his, uh, his granddaughter. And then they said that he tried to commit suicide because he killed the kid in the pool when he was out looking for her. It's crazy. And, like, nobody said – the mother like – Casey Anthony also looked up fucking chloroform on her computer, and the mother was like, oh, like, trying to help her daughter out. No, that was me who looked up chloroform on the computer – and it's just a coincidence that the daughter died of chloroform. And then the police were like, well, it shows you at work on camera at the time that this search was made. That never got brought up. And for some reason, on top of all that evidence and much more, if we had an hour and a half, I could talk about it. They let her off. The people on that jury congregated in some room and were like, I don't know, man. I don't know if she did it. Why, why do I feel like after you watch that documentary – it just on in your room, you had a bunch of pictures of the entire case on your wall, and you, you had a red string everywhere, like Pepe Silvia. And that now, just because those scumbags let her go, doesn't mean that Joe Romano is going to stop the fucking case, dude. When I'm watching a documentary that I don't know the answers to, like I just start, I rip, I start smoking cigs, dude. I get in my room with the pins and stuff and start putting it up. <laughs> like I'm going to figure out what the police couldn't do. I'm reading one of the Golden State Killer right now. We talked about him a couple episodes, dude. I'm like fucking, I get, I get, I get off to that shit. They son of a bitches. <laughs> They can't get off. And it's a, like, you know, I, I start doing that like old, old style police shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love it. Like, this All son right, well, of a bitch ain't getting away with this one. Go on with your number four. Yeah. Number uh, three. My number three is a little bit different, a little bit of a different vibe, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I want to be a fly on the wall in the room when LeBron found out that Delonte West banged his mom. Ooh. Was that like a, Ooh. I don't know. I don't know if it's even confirmed or not, but in my mind it is because I hate LeBron, and I would just love to see his fucking reaction. That sack of shit. What I wish would have happened was if he if he came home, and his mother was like with Delonte West, like on the couch, like yeah. sitting next to each other, and like yeah. Delonte's hand was on her like like uh like knee, and they yeah. were like LeBron, we need to talk. <laughs> And, like, LeBron's like, what the fuck? And then, like, uh, Delonte West is like, listen. He's like, Bronny, this listen, isn't champ. about – Yeah, this is champ. champ. <laughs> he's just like, did you see that thing at Delonte West recently? He's oh, like yeah. a lunatic, dude. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel bad for him. Like He's like, he's on the street, like, definitely addicted to, like, meth and, like, definitely has, like, severe mental problems. Yeah, but, the, like, he wasn't, like – he was never like kind of a lunatic in the NBA, so he must have just done drugs like hard, hard when he got out. Yeah, and I think I think he has a little bit of like a bipolar case to him too. Also, if you want to add a little uh, case to your wall, 
apparently he went crazy after the rumor came out that LeBron he banged LeBron James's mom. Is LeBron involved somehow in this? I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. All right. I gotta get more thumbtacks. Yeah. We'll get lot, this thing going. A lot more red red yarn to go across the uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> gotta expand the wall a little bit. All right. So uh, that was good number three. My number four is gonna be uh have you ever heard of the KFC double down? Yeah. Yeah. I want to be in the room with the first guy that pitched that sandwich. Wait, KFC Double Down is the, sorry, it's the one with the chicken or? Yeah, yeah, the KFC sandwich, yeah, that's the one with the, that's the one with the chicken. No, it's, so it's two strips of uh, KFC chicken as bread, and in between is like four strips of bacon and cheese. Oh my God. It it's hard, it's amazing. literally heart attack central. Dude, and like, that's what I always say about, uh, fucking taco bell say what you want about taco bell they come out with a new menu item every fucking week well because it's the same ingredients it's all just fucking like how it's presented yeah they just they just changed the name <laughs> yeah, that's it, dude. dude every week dude there's a new commercial go introducing the new gordito supremo los tito dorito burrito taco supreme with it's like more bacon more cheese more it's like no this is the same thing you just you just put bacon on it they got another one it's called like the nacho grande double stuff burrito dorito supreme deluxe and i'm like wait a second i had this two weeks ago but it was something different it's amazing but don't fucking put that by me <laughs> exactly all they did was slap it on a dollar menu yeah that's what they do they put it on the dollar menu and it's like <laughs> now a dollar bing and then it's like all right <laughs> That. Sold more cheese. Right. That's that, that's a good one. I you like want that a one. taco that works just as hard as you do. Introducing. All right, so my number four. <laughs> I found that, <laughs> yeah. that way funnier than you. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. All right, thanks. Oh my god. All right, go on. Uh, go on. Do your number four. All right, number four is. All right, so there's a big conspiracy going on in uh, Major League Baseball years ago. So Cal Ripken Jr., obviously he's the Iron Man. He yeah. has, had his streak where he played consecutive amount of games. Well, supposedly, Cal Ripken Jr. almost had that streak broken because he came home one day and found his wife in bed with Kevin Costner. Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner. Oh, my God. Wait, uh, is that – so that's what would have broken the streak? So listen to this. So Cal Ripken was so fucking pissed off that night. He calls the Orioles and tells the Orioles, I'm not fucking playing tonight. Go fuck yourself. The Orioles were like, listen, we're not that good of a team. We got to keep the streak alive. This guy's the face of our franchise. So what they do is they shut off all the lights in the stadium and claim a power outage. Can't play the game that night. Iron Man streak continues. So I want awesome. Yeah, I want to be in the room when they're trying to figure out, all right, we have about two hours of game time. How the fuck do we continue the Iron Man streak? And that's just some, like, guys, some guys like, yeah, just don't turn on the lights. That's like when your boy covers for, for you. Like, if you get a text from, like, like the girlfriend, it's like, um, yeah, like, you know, Joe said he was, like, he was um, he couldn't come because he was at work or something, and you're just, like, on, like, the 16th green with me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he, he's at work or whatever he can. <laughs> so you just cover for him. Like, you can't do it. Dude, yeah, ride or die, guys. Yeah, <laughs> shout, out, shout out the Orioles front office. Not the best guys at picking talent, but if you're in the jam, they got you. Yeah. How about Kevin? Co Kevin Costner definitely didn't 
have sex with her for like the sex of the female. He just loves baseball that much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause he, yeah. Cause he was filming for the love of the game. Yeah. He knew, he knew he couldn't actually fuck the Iron Man. He couldn't go out and fuck him. So he's like, I'll get the next best thing. I'll get his way. Or he probably was betting on whoever the Iron Man was playing that night. But yeah, just try. And then they cancel the game. He's like, son of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> if you fuck them, they will come. Yeah. All right, so uh, that was good number four. My number five, I'll make this quick because we're running a little bit long, but fucking, I just, I'm, listen, I'm not going to, I don't care if you're a Trump guy or not. I feel like Trump never, like, he was just as surprised as anybody else was when he won that election. Like, I feel like him just coming out, scratching his ass in his boxes, like, coming out and, like, Trump, like, congratulations. Like, he's like, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, no, sir, you need to give a speech. He's like, listen, I'm not giving, like, look outside. And he just, like, opens the blinds. He's like, Trump. Trump, Trump. <laughs> and he just closed it. He's like, oh, shit. Fuck. Like, oh, fuck. It comes out. He's like, the wall just got even higher. <laughs> then he just goes back in. He's like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Uh, I was a billionaire. What the fuck did I do? Yeah, it's like I had everything. <laughs> Rappers liked me. What the fuck? No, oh, no, that's a fucking classic one. All right, I got my last one, too, and I'll keep it short. Is um. So, you know how Adam Scheffner claims he always sees he's, – he's seen the video of Des Bryant beating up uh, a female? Yeah. What? Dude, what is <laughs> – yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I want to be a fly on the wall when Adam Schefter supposedly saw this video. Those, those journalists are such cocks, dude. Oh, there. What do you mean you've seen the – like, he just wants everybody to know that he's seen it. Oh, like, absolutely. Well, why don't you do like has he worked to do anything about it no absolutely not he just wants everyone to know that he's fucking seen it what a fucking cock oh dude adam Schefter. who do you like more Rappaport or Schefter? oh i'm call me crazy i'm gonna go Schefter. i think Schefter is a little more self-aware than Rappaport is yeah i would agree i think i think Rappaport's a little bit n- more normal but i like Shefty, dude he's got a little fire to him yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know that Schefter pisses off Rappaport more than Rappaport pisses off Schefter. Yeah, like he's a little bit of a lunatic, and I want that in my breaking news guy. <laughs> exactly. Plus, if they're doing like news scoops or something, like he, he's so short, he can get like under people and kind of work his way like through legs yeah. to get to the front of the podium. Like, I kind of <laughs> like that. He's a scrapper. Best availability is ability. No, that wasn't, that didn't make any sense. That's a perfect way to end it. Yeah. I'm going to end this podcast. All right, listen, well, thanks. Thanks. Sports. thanks again to Brandon Sports. Uh, Walsh, you got anything to say on the way out? No, thanks again to Brandon Sports. Sweet. All right. We are out. Peace.